You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. Welcome back. If you're a returning listener, I struggled with that the last show, trying to figure out how to categorize that. Returning listener. Everyone is welcome. Welcome We're back, all everybody. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't quite gotten there yet, but <laughs> Anna's back with me today. The last show I did was with Greg Hasbury. It ended up being an hour long. I told him we got to try to keep it to 30 minutes, but there's no, how do you Both tell the story? Of you can talk. Well, Come how on. do you tell a story about a guy, you know, near death, randomly gets a random kidney donor, saves his life. Now he's living his life to the fullest, you know, and, and, and strengthen his walk with God. And how do you, how do you shave that down to 30 minutes? I Bullet parts, I guess, but you just don't get the same emotions. So. <laughs> no, you don't. No, we you stretched don't. it out, but it was actually, I, I, you know, it was. I, I think it was a good interview. I think it was very inspiring for people. Uh, everybody that listened to it had amazing feedback. Yeah, put puts things in pr perspective. You know, it taught me some things too about dialysis because there was a lot of assumptions that I made that you know, kind of sharing Greg's journey through that was sure. uh, eye opening. And he being so young, you know, you never expect. Yeah, because I always figured, you know, it's a pain in the butt, but uh, well, and the arm, but <laughs> it's a it's a pain to do. It's annoying, but you know, you're pretty much you're okay, but you're not okay. Right. You know, there's a million things that can go wrong, and the longer you're on dialysis, it's you know, a, a decline is inevitable. Sure. And like he said, while he's at dialysis, there were a number of times where people passed away during dialysis. Oh my gosh. You know? And imagine being there. No, I can't. No hope in sight for a donor. Anyway, it, that was our last podcast. Uh, if Posted you get a chance, last yeah, week. Yeah, if you get yeah. a chance, go listen to it. It's really, if you have a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> or, you're, or you feel fat and want to do an hour of cardio. <laughs> Any of those things. There's probably a greater chance of, well, actually a long drive. Yeah, I guess some people want to get out for a long drive. Just, just to get out of the house. Just to get out of the house. Not really go anywhere. So the country is unpacking itself. Most uh, of us. Yeah. Not all of us, Not but all most of us. of us. Yeah. 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 So, um, that's exciting to me. I, I, that's just my personal feelings. There are so many good things that came from this thing for us and our family. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that I, I honestly enjoyed the most and will keep enjoying for a long time is the memes. <laughs> <laughs> Those were some of just purely just you know funny. What? If you don't get all you bent out of shape and offended. You have to apologize for all the people that have lost people during this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I mean, you know, but but it's like, you know. You're trying to look at the positive. Death is inevitable. You know, we never want that to happen to anybody. But whether it's from a car or bad habits and heart disease or cancer or whatever it is, you know, death death is part of life. And, you know, it, it, there's nothing wrong with laughing. You know, not right. not we at have people, continue. but you have to continue. You have to find the will to continue. Uh, we've got four little kids here that, you know, Don't we can, even we can understand be doom and gloom all day long yes. Yes. about, you know, and, and it's very easy for us. We lost a tremendous amount. 
Yes. And if anything, I think we've earned the right to do a little whining. We almost. But we're not doing it. We almost <laughs> became homeless. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, we're still not out of it. So. No, but I mean, by the grace of God, we're, we're here and things are yeah. working out. And yeah. so the thing that is for them, you know, it's important that we laugh and play and continue yeah. on and live our lives. Yeah. You know, uh, especially in tribute to those people that lost theirs. So. Exactly. Uh, we can't let this take away life <laughs> and happiness. So anyway, so I've really enjoyed the memes. Yes. And continue to. Yeah. And I imagine it, it, that all the way to election, they will continue. <laughs> <laughs> and on. Well, it's just all the, all the COVID ones and the quarantine oh ones. And gosh. oh my God. If you can't laugh at yourself, you, you're not going to enjoy them. True. But if you can laugh at yourself and laugh at others like you, they're in the same predicament. It's, some of them are just funny. Yeah, absolutely. Funny. So, absolutely. Uh, what did, what did you miss the most during this time other than your income? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That pesky going to the bank thing and seeing money there. Um, I think the thing I missed the most was I like to get out and do things. I like going to the gym, you know, uh, and yes, you can work out at home, but it's not the same. I can't. Knows. Yeah, it's, it's. I can't because we have four other it, human it, beings that want to do Completely yeah, they different think they're going to work yeah. out too, right? <laughs> and of course, it's everything's death defying, and so we don't work out long. But um, I think I think it was mostly that. I think um, doing our little getaways, like we can't do date nights because mm -hmm. there's literally no place to go. We can mm -hmm. go sit in the van somewhere. Mm -hmm. Finally, they opened some. They opened the restaurants what last week mm -hmm. here yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, we used to just go sit in a quiet little coffee shop and yeah. just kind of hang out and, and we're not able to do that yet. And so there's things like that, I think, were the things. It's the time that you and I get. We could have a date on Walmart, though, at Walmart. Like, you know, and, in a... in and a funny you say that because my... In the couch I made, section? <laughs> I made like a resolution list this year. Yeah. And one of the things I put in there is, Terry, you have never taken Anna for a date to Walmart. Yeah. And I thought, I need to do this because that would really win Make me feel special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'd feel incredible. And the messed up thing is, it's actually not a bad idea. Hey, I think I'll take her out to Walmart tonight, you know? <laughs> no, but if you really want to impress me, you take me to Target. <laughs> oh, I see. Target. <laughs> that little boutique, the red we'll dot boutique. We'll get a little kombucha, you know, or oh, even yeah. a wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can meet over in one of those lesser visited aisles, you know, like... <laughs> And then sit in one of those recliners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but uh, I think I, th I think that's the big thing that I miss most of all is just you and I having our time because we love our kids, love our kids. But, you know, we also have to have that balance, right? Need to recharge, yeah. And so we balance that with, you know, 23 and a half hours of kids and a half hour of you and I. <laughs> that's that's our version of balance right now, but it's better than nothing, and right? Ever since we became a family of six, it's been a, you know, it's been a new routine and um, integrating six everybody. Six and two dogs, because the dogs are quite demanding. True, true. <laughs> now there's more kids, they're even more wounded because they don't get the time they got. Yeah, and Belle, especially, she won't budge. No. Like, she's laying in bed and she a kid was coming. She not who's jumping no. on the bed, she's not moving. No. She's not. I commend her for that. But, um, but yeah, time, so we've time for us is not much time for ourselves the, right. the past three weeks since and, and Cole came. Because I'm taking care of business stuff now, 
uh, almost entirely. It's kind of nice to do this podcast because I get to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, have an adult conversation. Hey, we went for a walk together uh-huh, today. We did. Ran out of things to say. <laughs> so, and uh, we're doing what a do podcast. You like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're a photographer? <laughs> when did that start? <laughs> I'd love to see your work. No, that would be me going, what? You own a coffee company? I want to marry you all over again. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm very, very proud of doing. Because we got into this God thing. God led and, you. No. Yeah. God led you to open this business. And, yeah. and why? We still don't know. Right? Two years ago, I looked into it and there were just you know, the money, the margins weren't right. The situation wasn't right. The suppliers weren't right. Just nothing was right for what I wanted right. to create. And then on top of it, it was just like, okay, we, that's when we were kind of newer foster parents yep. and it wasn't just looking after the kids and it's we had going o- for visits and it's going to doctors right. and it's going to therapists and it's going to all this and stuff. We and we had o- uh, just opened our manufacturing facility with blast. So, right. you know, so it was that just was like, new. okay, I'll just put this on hold for a little bit. But, yeah. uh, I circle back to it here. It's just like, Okay, I got that little nudge deep down inside that said, okay, why don't we look at coffee again? And I did. And literally from the day that it was an idea until the day we're ready for business will be six weeks. That's incredible. Yeah, and it's all set up, ready to go. Really, I'm, I'm right now I'm waiting on bags, waiting on bags and labels. and But everything else is sitting there. And just, you're spoiling me rotten because that coffee is good. Coffee is one of my passions Well, I've in learned life. now, I'm learning more about coffee and, and how, how to prepare to make, coffee right. and you know so you know we it go, makes a difference yeah it does and so so that'll be the new venture now and it's uh, uh you know the photography was a great living <laughs> until nobody can leave their house right right and then that goes to zero fitness wear is just one of those things that just people stop buying so many people are out of work well, and not only that, but in our case, we manufacture just as much as we sell. Like we right. manufacture to keep up with, with demand. Right. So after about a week to 10 days, we're, we need Out to replenish. And, yeah. and our cutting house was in LA, so we couldn't cut anything. We couldn't to, sew anything couldn't because anything. our manufacturing facility was closed. So, so we, we just yeah. ground. So we were making, we were literally making no money mm-hmm. for uh, quite a while. And so, but coffee is one of those things that, you know, people still buy. I do. During a recession. You know, if I have $20 left, I'm yeah. going to spend that's either coffee, cigarettes, coffee. or strippers. And <laughs> <laughs> I, voted, I don't do cigarettes. I voted for coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so that will come out soon, correct? Yeah. Uh, it Black would Bean. be like within a week, I'll be announcing. If, if you go to blackbean.coffee, that's the website. There's a little thing there you can enter your email. Uh, that puts you on the newsletter list and then I'm notifying everybody when we're ready to roll uh, then. And then as we as we continue to go in the the next few weeks, I'll be rolling out more. If more, you guys, more flavors? More flavors. More. I don't like to call them flavors. Yeah, they're not more, flavored, right? Yeah, because they're you think of roast, hazelnut and right. it's not like that. This is premium coffee and, you know, like we're so launching with a more cost. Roast, more types well, of- they're, they're, the roasts, you can roast it, you know, light, medium, dark, or anything in between. That's mm-hmm. a roast. You've okay. got varietals, and that's a single source bean. So the the Costa Rican coffee that we're starting with, it's of course, everybody won't be, that won't be their favorite, but I think everybody will still appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's my favorite. And then we're adding, <laughs> well, and you've got some other favorites. So we tasted so many and, and so we'll be adding, I'll be adding them on a regular basis until we get a full line that sort of hits everybody's 
taste buds the right way. Um, and then we'll, you know, I'm going to do some shirts and do that kind of stuff. And I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's for me, it's a whole new genre of photography. Right. You know, it's uh, it's it's that that dark, moody, you know, high contrast kind of lots of shadow, that kind of a vibe and a feel. And you know, th that's the thing, like coffee, at least for me, you know, especially <laughs> I've, I've been into coffee for many, many years, but, um, coffee's been into you, Anna, <laughs> but since becoming a mom, like literally that first cup of coffee, now it's an IV drip. No, <laughs> but the first cup of coffee, because I have more than one a, a day, um, it's literally sets the tone mm -hmm. for my day. And, you know, you just, for me, I like it hot. Like I can't drink. Just like you like your men? Like <laughs> hot and tasty? <laughs> exactly. I can't drink like lukewarm coffee or reheated in a microwave. Please don't do that, people. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, but that first cup of coffee that is hot and that is, you know, I drink black coffee no aftertaste just just smooth and it just it's all the neuro associations and mm -hmm. and so it's you know it's just it relaxes me and, and although that, it wakes you up it relaxes me and then it's like okay i can tackle this day and, and a lot of that feedback and feedback from other coffee drinkers that are devoted coffee drinkers it, everybody's got their preference for the type of taste that they want to have yeah but um kind of like wine Right. But, right. but the thing of it is, is when you get to a certain level with wine or with coffee, they all taste good. They're all enjoyable. Sure, yeah. You may prefer one or the other, Yeah, but it's not like, oh my God, this is crap. I can't drink well, it. We've, we've tried, you know, we tasted so many different varieties yeah. and, and roasts and we've and tasted all like some that. crappy ones. Yes. And the, the roaster that I'm working with is, uh, th there's just so many things I like about it. These guys are, they're smaller, they're really, really into their coffee. And they really did a great job, like achieving what we wanted. Yes, and the guy is like, the, the, the roast master is like an artist. Mm -hmm. And and I've so enjoyed, you know, talking, talking to those guys. And so uh, first thing they did is they invited me up because we've had many conversations back and forth. You feel like you're friends now, right? Right. And, uh, and, and one of the things that fascinates me is, you know, the roasting process. And this guy is an artist. So... To me, I'm fascinated by this guy, mm -hmm. but then there's the growers and then there's the growers community and sure. the growers country and yeah. the family and all their culture and everything they do. And I can't wait to start traveling and telling those stories as well. So, so for me, it's the coffee, but it's also very much the human part of it. You know, all right. the elements that go into making coffee and stuff like that, but... Is this a show about coffee? Well, it wasn't supposed to be about coffee. We kind of turned into that. We're, pretty, <laughs> we're, we're both pretty excited about the coffee. I am. I'm, a, I'm very excited about drinking it. Yeah, I think it's going to be. <laughs> we, we, we've been drinking that this one roaster now. That's the coffee that we've been drinking. We, we've had like, I don't know, five or seven pounds or whatever. Now we've got hundreds of pounds yes. sitting there. Yes. So we've got plenty of coffee. But yeah, it's, it's just a completely different experience from what I've known, I think, as a coffee drinker. You know, mm -hmm. coffee is really hit and miss because it's always, okay, where's the nearest place? Right. Right? And uh, and and finding something like this is this just purely specialty coffee. And some of the coffees they, they roast are award-winning coffees, mm -hmm. you know, world-class coffees. And so yeah. it's just, uh, it's really, really fascinating tasting something at that level. That's when you realize that you go to places like, oh my gosh, Starbucks or, yeah. you know, unless 
you put all of that extra stuff on it and you're really not drinking coffee anymore. You're right. drinking ice cream and a dessert, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just mm-hmm. not coffee. Then you, you, the difference is just so. Well, and that's the thing with, with something like Starbucks, just to explain that, you know, they've got basically a dark and a light roast. Mm-hmm. And so they sort of find something that will appeal to most people. What but I'm I doing don't is- understand. They have a, a light roast and a dark roast and they're both burnt. Like it tastes like burnt. That's just how they, <sighs> they roast their coffee. And, and some people like it, some don't. And that's the thing. Uh, I think people mistakenly, and this is something I've understood, you know, if you, they think that if it doesn't have that bitter, bitter taste, that it's not strong, strong uh, meaning caffeine, gotcha. which really it's got nothing, nothing to do, to with, do that. with that. You know, you can have a very light tasting, mellow coffee. It's got lots of caffeine. Yeah. yeah, 200 milligrams of caffeine per cup. You know what I mean? Right. And and it's kind of the same, whether it's a dark roast, a light roast. And that was the other misnomer I, I learned is that, you know, people think that a dark roast coffee has less caffeine than, than a light roast. And I heard that many times. I Even going to coffee shops, they would tell you that. Right. And, yeah. and really, that's not the case. It's just the level that you roast it. It doesn't increase or decrease the caffeine. Mm. Now, the difference, the bean will sometimes change size. So mm-hmm. uh, the longer you roast it, it will increase in size a little bit. So, of course, that would reduce the ratio. But, I mean, it's, it's negligible. Right. You know, uh it's how you grind the coffee that has a greater impact when you do the infusion or the extraction, mm-hmm. put the water on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if it's a really coarse grind, you know, you may get less. It depends how much time the water's on the coffee. Are you going to teach people all that? Yeah, I'm going to put all this stuff in there because it's fascinating stuff. And, and what, we've learned, what we've learned is if you prepare it properly, it tastes way different. Yes, Yes. You know, than just dumping a bunch of coffee in there and pouring boiling water over it. Right. You know, it's right. a different story. So, well, I like strong coffee, but I hate the 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 burn aftertaste. Yeah. Like that to me. It, but that's my point. Like Starbucks, you know, they they the the amount of coffee they go through. You know, mm-hmm. you can't have five or six different varietals. That's not their business. That's not their business model. And it they, has to be cheap. Well, it, but it's How not. How about maybe they give you really? Well, I'm not here to beat ta- up Starbucks. <laughs> bad tasting coffee because they want you to add all of this You're not stuff a Starbucks to it. Fan, right? No, I I used to go all the time. I, right. I, like when when I used to work down at the shop. Mm-hmm. On my way to the shop, I would grab an americano there, mm-hmm. and I never drink it. You know, I always drink it black. So I would grab, and I was fine with it. But now that I've tasted really really good coffee it's hard to go back it's hard to go back and that's the point is that what this is is this is especially because they're charging how you know they're yeah, charging four is, bucks this for is a, specialty coffee right so this isn't coffee that's had a hazelnut something poured onto it no this is just it tastes the way it tastes because of the bean because of how it's grown where it's grown what's in the soil where it's grown right you're getting coffee Right. Okay. And the grower and the land and the roaster and all of these things come together in concert to make this end result. You see what I mean? It's no different than eating a vegetable that is, you know, that is not organic and it's just a tomato from the the grocery store. Right. right? And then you you have a a tomato from the farmer's market. And I lived in Canada. We lived in Kelowna, British Columbia. And that's where they grow tons and tons of fruit. Right. Yeah. Well, 
after I left Kelowna, yeah. I couldn't, I didn't eat fruit for probably five years. Sure. Just because it's in Kelowna, we would go up the road to the fruit stand yeah. to the farmer when the, and we when would the buy, fruit ripens they let it ripen on the tree yeah, and yeah. then they pick it and yeah. then you go buy it that day right, right? and it's the same thing with cherries and same Completely thing with pears and apples and, yeah. and so they would always so I, that's I, I, the same I had difference. some friends that were owned an orchard and they would wait and they would hold a tree <sighs> just for us right nice and that's the thing is you eat that and it's like, oh my God, right. it's so hard to go to a grocery store now and buy a peach. Right. You know, because it just doesn't even come close to tasting no. the same. Right? And it's kind of the same thing. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. You can't go back. Now, there's nothing wrong with those peaches. And right. of course, they have to be picked before they're ripe and they have to Otherwise ripen they're off gonna the vine rot and they're going to rot. Yeah. And like, so it's just necessary. But just being able to... Anyway, this is just a different kind of coffee experience. <laughs> Enough with coffee. Speaking of... On the subject of making your wife happy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, one of the things that uh, this whole quarantine thing, the gift that it gave us, or God gave us this gift through this quarantine thing, was uh, there was tension in our relationship that was covered up by my work schedule, your work schedule, kids, yep, just a busy life, and then when everything came to a screeching halt and it's just us at home, some of these things came. Yeah, it was unavoidable to face those things. Yeah, you yes. realize you got a problem. Right. You know, before that, you can always blame it on, oh, I didn't eat well today, or oh, I'm tired, or oh, the kids are driving me crazy. You know, you, and, and it's not that you're trying to avoid it. You honestly think that, you know, no, we don't have any problems because you and I love each other and get along great, right? right? Uh, but when all that was out of the way, and it's like, no, we got some problems. Right. And so we, we took a day, and we didn't get angry with each other. Right. We didn't get butthurt. We actually work through the things that were problems, right? And and how we approached it was instead of saying you do this all the time and it makes me mad. What it was is when you do this, I feel this way, right? And that was a a less of an attack, right? When you do this, I feel this way because you can't argue with how somebody feels. That's sure. how they feel, right? right. So now you got to deconstruct that and figure out why you feel that way. Yeah, and it may be so something other, somebody else did when you were a kid, and right. it just sort of triggers something. And so you just find a way to make it work so it's no longer a problem. So we did that. Yeah, and then uh, and I've mentioned this a couple times in the podcast about the guy. I read a book about this guy and he knew this older couple and they were been together for years and years, decades, you know, and, and they're just like on their first honeymoon and in love. And so he asked them how, and, and, and the old guy said every night, and we've done this our whole lives every night at the end of the night, we ask each other, how did I do at making you happy today? 10 is perfect. One is not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then what they do is they discuss it. So nothing ever goes beyond that. And nobody's ever butt hurt. There's no ego. It's just okay. So you make plans and you fix it the next day. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the hot seat here. <laughs> we're we're working toward that, and we're going to start doing that. Yeah. But before we start, five things. If we're able to uh, not fall asleep before. We <laughs> yes. Five things. Yeah. That I do, or you wish I would do, that would make you happier. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let me think. Um, something you do that makes me feel very special is when we wake up in the morning and, you know, I'm dealing like usually now that we have a really young one, I don't know what, what time I'm going to wake up, but 
you go and you make me coffee because you know sometimes my hands are tight i can't get to it and it's not like i can't do it myself but it's so thoughtful and it's so nice to, you know it's 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 the equivalent of breakfast in bed but <laughs> without having to go to all that length so that's something small that you do that is not so small like it's so great um another thing that you do um is you know like you know me and you know that it if i hit the ground running and i don't take like 10 minutes in the morning to like shower and get my hair done and my makeup not not intricate stuff but just get myself put you know together. put together that that i don't have such a great day right because i'm i don't like schlepping around and uh, i might wear comfortable clothes but i want them to be clean and put together so you do that for me uh, sometimes where you see that I'm struggling, you you say, you know what, I'll cover for the next 15 minutes, go and take time to put yourself together. That, that really means a lot. Um, well, I think that <laughs> <laughs> one of the things we don't do enough that I wish you did more is to save some time and put away phones and everything else where we still have energy and like give undivided attention to talk about things. Cause usually it, we're, we talk about things in passing in the kitchen and somebody's screaming or, or you know, we're talking and then somebody sends a text and we have to tend to it right away. And that makes me feel like not special. You know, if a text comes on and we're talking and you look at your phone, even if it's just a habit, like, is this important? Um, so a lot of days I wish, you know, that you would do that. Like I carved this time. Mm -hmm. um, now this one is tricky because you do that, but sometimes I feel like it's um, automatic. Like every day you tell me, I'm beautiful mm -hmm. and I love that. But there are some days that I feel like it's more of a it. habit. <laughs> 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 just like, you know, it's just like people say, Hey, I love you. You know, Oh, I love you too. And uh, I love you too. is just like, I love you too. So I prefer when you say like, I really like, I really like how you did your hair today or like something you, more specific, more specific. And so then I feel like you actually paid attention or, you know, or you say like, you know, I really like your feet or whatever it is, mm -hmm. but whatever it is, like, I like when it's something that is more thought out, like it means more to me. Yep. Um, how many has it been? It's four. <laughs> you are coffee. You are and you coffee. know what I'm going to, yeah. And, and what I'm going to do is I'm saving my comments till the end. So, and then one more thing that you, you do this, mm -hmm. but a lot of times you go, let's say you go grocery shopping or something like that. And then you come home and you always bring me just like this one thing, you know, I like, <laughs> like usually it's a kombucha mm -hmm. and I might have bought myself 
five kombuchas that morning, but it's so nice that you thought of that. You know, you were out and you thought of me. So, hey, are those five? That's five. Oh my gosh, I did it. <laughs> that really, uh, I'm like. Was that uncomfortable? Yes. Why? Because I feel like I have to think about those things so fast because we are on the clock or something. Right. But the, the thing is, is if you do that, then they're honest things, right? True. Yes. So uh, the first one was, I forgot now because I didn't write it down. Making my, make my Making coffee. the coffee in the yeah. morning. And, and for me, what it is, is I know, I know what coffee is to you. It's that the, everything could be going on because I watch you, <laughs> right? And you'll truly take the time to enjoy that coffee. And most times you never drink the whole cup, yeah. but you'll drink about half of it. Right. And then I'll find it perched somewhere whenever you yeah, set I it to go salvage finish, a yes. kid from chopping your toe off or something. Yeah. Um, and so I'll take it and I'll go wash it out and stuff like that. And so, but I look at that and I just, I, I know that's an important thing to you because you stop everything and you don't stop anything for anything, <laughs> but you'll stop and you'll, you'll enjoy the first few mouthfuls of coffee and then you get on with everything. And so I thought, well, you know what? I can do that. You know, I can mm -hmm. get up and do that. Um, the second thing was for me to do my makeup, and do shower. the makeup. And that was something that, um, we sort of, I didn't realize that was an issue for you until one day you were saying you actually asked about it. If I could just watch you, you just want, you know, 15 minutes to go have a shower and do your makeup and just go, yeah. you know, gosh. And so, yeah, I, I, I try to do that whenever I possibly can. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. It well, just depends. It used to that I set my alarm for whatever, five and do mm -hmm. that. But now... The kids just get up earlier. Right. So, so uh, that one is, again, it's just paying attention and listening and watching and it's pretty easy to observe the things that are important to you. And it's also, you know, when you're having a bad day, what would make you feel better? And just asking that. And I know I've done that before. Um, the third thing about the beautiful thing, <laughs> what it is for me, my perspective, and I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And that is very, very easy for me to do. Yeah. Uh, it's usually when I'm saying that to you, you're busy. Yeah. And what it is, is I'm just standing there for a minute. My head, I've got five different projects that I've got on the go right now, business projects. Yeah. And so it's just an astronomical amount of stuff floating around in my noggin at any one point in time. Right. And so there's times when I'm standing there and I just look at you and I see your brown eyes and I see the shape of your jaw and I see your, your dark hair and I'm just, just totally taken by this picture. And so I just... I sort of blurt it out quickly so you hear it, but it's not indicative of what I'm really feeling. And what it is, I'm just reminded of how beautiful you are, what a beautiful person you are, and, and watching you with our kids and watching you with our dogs and watching you dealing with business at the same time as you're dealing with kids and dogs and dealing with the house and you know all that stuff. And there's always a smile. You're always laughing at something that somebody did you know, and that's a thing that I find hard to take time to do that, but I'm learning to do that from you. And so for me, when I'm saying it, it's not just that you're physically beautiful, it's just, you're just so beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, but I certainly can be specific. It's, it's not an automatic thing for me. I have to really stop, get out of my head 
and observe what's going on around me. Uh, and especially now with four kids and two dogs, because <laughs> I, I don't have any place I can go to work. So yeah. I'm trying to work at home here. And imagine trying to write an article <laughs> with two boys standing there trying to punch the keyboards because, yeah. and then the girls see that. So then they come over. So I got four kids punching keyboards while I'm trying to write an article. Right. And you know, they just want your attention. So you close the thing and then you go stand at the kitchen counter and maybe you can write a sentence there. And it's a nightmare. And so slowing down, just finding time to slow down is just hard. That's a big, big thing for me to do. And, and so when I say you're beautiful, it is from the bottom of my heart. But I'm not just looking at one thing. I'm looking at you as a person. Like I see how you are when, you know, Katie can be so like a thousand questions in 30 seconds, you know, <laughs> and then you're trying to answer them and she's not even paying attention to you, you know, and then Emma's being stubborn about something. And then Quamaine's upset about something and Cole's just running around in circles, yelling and happy, you know, and, and you're doing all that. And yet you'll stop and you'll laugh at Cole because he's being silly. You know what I mean? And then you'll love up the others and everybody's happy. And it's just so beautiful that to me, that's just beautiful. The fourth thing was, uh, it was going to the store. That was the fifth thing. No, I think it was the phone thing. And that oh, thing, make time first. Yep. First. And that thing, you are a thousand percent right. And what I'm going to do is just start leaving. If we're going to have a conversation, the phone is face down. Doesn't need to be tended to. There's nothing or anyone out there that is that important that I need to be on that phone. If somebody's dying that I have to deal with it, they're gonna be right here in my house with and, me. And you know what, I I don't blame you because I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And we just went on a walk and I told you I'm gonna leave my phone at home because mm -hmm. it's such a habit for me to pick it up. You know, my family's in Brazil and we have a WhatsApp thread with 30 well, people that, there. Not only that, when you own a business, if somebody sends you a text and you don't answer it within 10 seconds, <laughs> yeah. they're all over you. Yeah, even right? on a Sunday. Right, yeah. and so you just get conditioned to that. Not only a Sunday, customer service starts at five in the morning, it ends at 11 at night. Right. Rarely do we get anything past 11. Or sometimes we'll get stuff in the middle of the night. Sometimes right. you get stuff earlier in the morning, four in the morning. Right. Um, but it's just an ongoing thing. And so that becomes a habitual thing. I know for you. Yes. You know, and you've and done also, great at getting off your phone. But for me, it's just, I think it's a, it's a nervous thing. I'm, I'm, the thing I check most of all is my to-do list. Because mm -hmm. on any one given day, I've got between 20 and 30 things on that to-do list. And I'm trying to make sure... Okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Right. And if we're going to talk, I need to just disengage from that and give you my full hundred percent. And I agree. I'm, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> and if I just set my phone down, it's easy to do. Yeah. If I just put it face down, we started saying no phones at the table. Right. Cause we were eating and both of us were on our phones with our kids. Yeah. And, and so now there's no phones at the table. It's very easy to do that. And I thank you for that because that helps me. It helps me be a better husband, a better father. Well, I, I realize sometimes I do that. Like when we are driving mm -hmm. and you are driving out, I'm on a passenger seat. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm on my phone on Facebook because I need to zone out because the kids are a little out of control. And, you know, everybody's asking questions at the same time. Well, they're sitting everybody's, there, they're excited because we're going to the park right. or something. So, so they can't stop. They right? can't stop and they're singing and they're fighting and they're asking questions and they're, so is that the up and down? And sometimes I just, 
because I'm not going to keep. Then Khomeini's telling me, I'm, why am I in this lane? Yeah. Why are you not in that lane? Why are you going? Why are you stopping? Because he's got every route to every place we're ever going to go memorized in his head. And so if we go past that to go a different way, oh my God, you know. Exactly. So I do that, but that's a really bad habit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can listen to music or I can do something else. And so I understand. And also, I remember you told me that a long time ago. If a text comes in, either you reply right away or you forget, mm-hmm. you know. But it does make, you never understand how you make the other person feel until you're the other person. Until you're getting ignored because you know, of the phone. Yeah. Right, and the and kids so th- this feel is the, the same thing. way. You're, you're absolutely right. There's all sorts of reasons why it should be there, but it doesn't change the fact that it minimizes who you are. Right. So it's a little hard then at the end of the day, you know, when I come out of the shower and buff up my beard and <laughs> stand there in the doorway doing my best, uh, you know, Jim Carrey impersonation and you're not interested, you'd rather watch TV, you know, well, that makes sense. That's equity that you put into when we get private time. If you feel loved, if you feel cared about, you know, you're more apt to, you know, want to do something other than watch TV when we go to bed. <laughs> it's if, if we're doing something other than watching TV, is all about energy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> More coffee. <laughs> exactly. No, but I mean, seriously, it's, it's, that's, those are those little, I call it grains of sand. It's never a great big wall mm-hmm. that creates a problem. You know, if there's an infidelity in your marriage, it's never just a great big wall. It's never just because some chick with big boobs showed up. Mm-hmm. It's grains of sand that we've built that wall over time. Right. And that became, you know, okay. a good idea, yeah. a good idea. Uh, and it's like this, those little grains of sand. Every time I'm looking at my phone or checking my phone when I'm talking to you and you feel minimized, it's a little hard now to feel like I'm being sincere when I'm telling you how wonderful you are. Right. You know what I mean? So that makes perfect sense. So regardless of what my excuses are, it doesn't take away what it takes from you. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing is what it takes from you. So my excuses don't matter. Right. Whoever's on my phone is going to have to wait because I'm talking to my wife right now. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. What was the fifth thing? It was going to the store and bringing me something. Yeah. And I like doing that. It, it because that, it's again, so small, but it's well, so you and I nice. love, okay, this is, it's kind of funny, but we love going to the grocery store. We love <laughs> the grocery store. When I've it was just us, we'd loved, go to the grocery store yeah. and walk up and down every aisle just to see all the things. I used to go to the, to the grocery things. store with, um, as a little kid with my dad, and that yes. was our favorite. And I know? loved the grocery store because lots of times when I was a kid, you know, there were times in my life when yeah. we didn't have a lot of food. So when we were at the grocery store, that was a big deal, right? Right. So I've always loved the grocery store. And and uh, and there's other places like, there's a couple Whole, Whole Foods locations that are just awesome grocery experiences, right? Mm-hmm. We both like cooking and... And so looking at the vegetables, it's just fun, right? And so when I go by myself, I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. And so I'm always thinking of you when I'm at the grocery store and what would Anna like? What would Anna like? What would it? So that was a thing I, it was, it, honestly, it was purely that. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, hey, I'm going to try to win brownie points here. It was, <laughs> it was literally missing you at the grocery store and thinking about you and then thinking, well, I'll get her something, a little treat, you know, and surprise her. So, Yeah. Those are thorn- I, I didn't realize that was a big deal. Yeah, I always, always like that. It makes me feel very special. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> well, baby, I love you with all my heart. Love doing these podcasts with you. Ask your spouse what matters to them. Yeah, and those things, and they're things that, you know, if they're telling you there's a problem, 
you know, there may be good reasons, good excuses, but that doesn't take the problem away. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple days with another podcast on Good Light Unscripted Podcast. God bless. Have a great day.